Happy Friday. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. We've got a 13 game slate uh, in this video that we'll be breaking down. If it's your first time watching, cover content for DFS and for player pop sites like Prize Picks, Underdog, and Parlay Play. Guys, if you're not on Parlay Play, you can use the link down below for a $100 deposit match bonus. It'll also uh, be linked in the description. You can use the code DKDFS as well. If you do uh, click the link and deposit, it does help support the channel. Uh, and if you guys are looking for more content, you can check out uh, my Patreon link down below, whether it be for prop stuff or for DFS. Um, as far as prop stuffs go, so once again, we hit our YouTube play for the fifth straight time, 10-0 run there, so that was nice to see. Um, DFS did not cash, had a, had some exposure there in the late game. That game turned into a massive blowout. Um, I did have Halliburton who smashed. I had a couple guys that did well, but I had Bruce Brown, unfortunately, was a bust. So, yeah. Also, I apologize if I don't sound like myself. I'm just honestly kind of mind-blown of what I know, and I, I really don't really know. I can't share a ton of details on it, too, but basically... Uh, I had a whole prize picks uh, police video up, had all the evidence, and then something happened, and I know what happened, and it just completely blows my mind. And I just, I can't believe, I can't believe what happened. But I can't share anything, I, I really can't. I, I gotta decide what I'm gonna do about it, but yeah. So that's, if, if, if I sound a little bit different, I'm just literally like, I, I'm still mind blown of, of what I know, and I wish I could share more information with you guys. All right, so let's just talk about... Um, Let's get right into it. 13 games. Toronto and Charlotte. Good match here for Toronto. You got Barnes at 8.8K, Siakam at 8.1. Um, both firmly in play. Both should play mid to high 30s minutes if this game does stay competitive. Uh, since it's playing, uh, being played at Charlotte, the game should stay competitive. Schroeder, OG, Jakob Pertl, all kind of just reasonable options in the mid-range. You're going to have Pashtachua back up Pertl, but his minutes have not been amazing of late. Gary Trent Jr. is a fine contrarian value play. You know, he should play mid-20s minutes, and he hit, does have nice eligibility there. Talking about Charlotte, so still still no Lamelo. So Rogier at 8.4K, someone I'm going to have interest in. Has been playing big minutes in competitive games. Should see around, you know, close to 40 minutes. He's played 40 minutes in two of the last three games now. Bridges, Hayward, both reasonable options here in the mid-range. Mark Williams, also questionable. That's significant news. If Mark Williams does not play, you're going to see Nick Richards start at the five. If Richards starts at the five, I think he's a solid value, even at this price point. And you would see P.J. Washington play some backup five. Uh, he played 29 minutes last game, so he would benefit as well. All right, Detroit and Orlando. So this Detroit team is just a mess. Duran's out. We'll see what they do with the starting lineup. Are they going to start Stewart at the five? Are they going to move like Bagley or Wiseman in there? I have no idea. Whoever starts the five, I'm going to have Anderson here for Detroit. As far as the other guys go, Cade Cunningham, 8.3K. Don't love the spot for him. Bojan, 6'5". Played 32 minutes, so it looks like there's no longer a limit on him. I just don't think he's a decent option. Tour Thompson is 5.8. Just the minutes have not been there for him uh, since he moved to the bench. Killen Hayes has been starting, played 27 minutes. He's reasonable. Don't really know if I get to anyone else. Really, I just want to see who ends up starting for Duran. If it's one of Wiseman or Bagley, going to have interest there. Um, and then, yeah, I think Stewart could play some five as well. On the Orlando side, so no Carter, no Markel Fultz. Uh, Jonathan Isaac is questionable, and Jalen Suggs is questionable. Now, if Jalen Suggs misses, I assume they're going to start Gary Harris. Gary Harris started in the second half last game. And you should get a mitts bump for Cole Anthony as well. As far as the main guys go, Paolo, 8-3. Franz at 7-9. I do prefer Paolo uh, to Franz if I was picking between the two. But both guys uh, in a good spot here. Cole Anthony, if there's no Jalen Suggs, would like him a little bit more. Would expect, you know, around 30 minutes from him. Um, Gary Harris, 4.9. I think I would only consider him if there is no... Jalen Suggs, but even so, that that I just don't love the price point on Gary Harris, low usage guy. You're gonna have a Taze, Mo Wagner splitting the center position. Ingles should play 15 to 20 minutes. I don't think it's necessary to go there. Atlanta and Philly. Trey Young news is the big one. If he misses, you're gonna see Dejounte Murray get a pretty significant bump. And then my guess is this uh, the shift Bogdan Bogdanovich into the starting lineup. So 
Um, yeah. Trey Young's out. I really like Jonte Murray. Uh, he would be a phenomenal play at the price point, but Donovan should also look great. And then I would also look good too. Bay, Hunter, Piper a little bit more. Uh, also, one thing to note, Philly ha- or Atlanta has him playing a little bit of Capella and Okongu alongside each other. I know because it tilts to me because that Okongu under rebounds and he was playing alongside Capella. Uh, so that put me on tilt mode. And then I don't know if I can get to any of these value plays like Wes Matthews or Garris Matthews. I just don't think I can stomach that in this slate. But if Trey's out, the, the main Hawks all look really good. On the Philadelphia side, you got Embiid and Maxi. I mean, Embiid has just been dominant of late. And I, I like the matchup for him here. So, yeah, I really like Joel Embiid. Tyrus Maxi's playing huge minutes as well. He looks solid. You got Harris and Melch in the mid range, both reasonable options. Kelly Oubre, 5.6. Uh, was on a limit in his first game back. We'll keep an eye on the news there. If he's no longer in a limit, then he could be a little bit interesting. Uh, Washington and Brooklyn. So the Wizards, you got Gafford status up in the air. DeLon Wright out, Landis Shamit out. If Gafford's out, we'll see what they do. They can start Kuzma at the five. We've seen that before. They can start Muscala. Uh, Gallinari can play some five. So we'll see what they do if Gafford does miss. As far as the main guys go, Kuzma, 8.5K, fine contrarian play. Same with Jordan Poole. Um, you know, the price points aren't great on either of these two. Danny feels priced about right. Tyus Jones had a couple good games of late. Uh, but again, his minutes have not been amazing. Um, Kulabale, 4.5. I think is an okay value, as is Kispert. You know, these guys are firmly in the rotation. Uh, Gallinari, if there is no Gafford, might play a little bit at the five. So he could be an interesting value play. And then, like, maybe we're considering Mike Buscala. Again, we'll see what they do with uh, starting five. Gafford is out. On the Brooklyn side, so Cam Thomas, I have no comment on that game that we saw from him last game. Literally no comment. Um, Bridges, 8-7. I mean, all these nets are in a great spot here. Um, Bridges has been playing really well of late. Dinwiddie at 7-6. The minutes have not been amazing on, or the minutes were not amazing on him last game. That was a little bit concerning. Cam Thomas, uh, again, was horrific, but we know the ceiling is there for him. So would I be surprised if Cam Thomas bounces back with a huge game? No, it's definitely in the range of outcomes. Nick Claxton, 6.6. Should play around 30 minutes. There's just times where the minutes... They kind of troll those minutes and go to like Watford or Dayron Sharp. It's like, just play Nick Clax in 35 minutes. Stop, like, stop doing that. Cam Johnson should play around 30 minutes. Kind of just indifferent on him. Not really, I don't think I'm going to get to Jordan Fiddy Smith or Royce O'Neal. Again, Dayron Sharp is playing some back at five, 4.6K. Again, I guess he's playable. All right, New York and Boston. So on the New York side, Randall, Brunson, both more contrarian plays for me. Randall had a huge game last game. Brunson was a little bit quiet. Uh, Barrett, you know, just. GPPs. Mitchell Robinson, 5.6. Should play around 30 minutes. Secondary play for me. Josh Hart's minutes have been up of late. Uh, he's been playing close to 30 minutes in competitive games. So I think he's like an interesting option there in the mid-range. Don't really know if I get to anyone else, though. On the Boston side, so we've got to keep an eye on Porzingis news. He's currently questionable. Porzingis misses. We know it's going to happen, right? They're going to start Tatum Brown, Holiday White Horford. You're going to see more minutes for guys like Hauser and Pritchard. You saw Cornette have a huge game last game in limited minutes. Uh, he could be a, a viable value. Uh, but yeah, as far as the main guys go, Tatum, Brown, um, neither really stand out. Their respective price points, uh, they're going to look a little bit better than Joe Porzingis. You got Holiday, 6.9. Derek White, 6.7. Eh, eh. Horford, 6.4. There's no Porzingis. Like, eh, they're all, like, reasonable. I don't think anyone, like, really stands out, though, to me for Boston. Again, you saw a big game for Cornette. He would be playable if there is no Porzingis. Hauser should see 20-plus minutes off the bench. Pritchard probably sees around that, assuming there is no Porzingis. If Porzingis is back, then I'm probably just going to stay away from this team. Porzingis himself would be interesting if he's not on a limit, so we'll keep an eye on that news. Cleveland, no Levert. Evan Mobley's questionable, so this is big. I don't really know what Cleveland's going to do if Evan Mobley's out. Do they... They'd probably go Dean Wade in the starting lineup, I would guess, but like they could go small, maybe throw a Coro in there. Um, but yeah, if Mobley's out, it's going to make everyone look better. I think Jared Allen will see a slight minutes bump. Uh, he would be solid in the mid-range. 
Uh, Mitchell Garland gets a slight usage bump. Struce look a little bit better. Uh, obviously, these value wings will look better depending on what they do with the starting lineup. If it is Dean Wade, I mean, yes, he's playable, but gosh, it is just so, so painful to roster Dean Wade in 2023. Um, Yang, again, Okoro, these guys look a little bit better if there is no Mobley. For Miami, no Bam, no Hero. Duncan Robinson is probable. Um, Jimmy Butler, 9.3. You know, feels priced about right. I know he's going to do everything for the team, but... Caleb eh. Martin had a huge game last game. I would say that was a bit of an outlier performance from him, but he's uh, most likely going to start again. Jaime Hakez should see decent minutes on the bench. We'll expect around 30 from him. Uh, Kyle Lowry, 5.7, should see around 30 minutes. You got Orlando Robinson, who did see 33 minutes, which was a bit of, of a surprise to me. If they continue to play him this, like around 30 minutes a game, then obviously I do like Orlando Robinson because there was a quote a couple games ago where Spolster was actually planning to play three centers. And then because of the way that the game flowed, he ended up only playing two. So I thought there was a chance he would see Thomas Bryant last game. He didn't. And Orlando Robinson played 33 minutes. So um, he's someone that that I definitely have my eye on. Now, is it guaranteed he plays some minutes? No, they could go to Kevin Love. Um, they could dust off Bryant. That's definitely still possible. But um, yeah, Orlando Robinson is definitely interesting. But yeah, a lot of these wings look similar to me for, for Miami. Richardson, Martin, Hawkes. Uh All right, let's move on to... Minnesota Memphis, you got Anthony Edwards, 9-3. Carlton Towns at 9K. I like the matchup for both of these guys. Price point isn't amazing on either. You got Gobert at 7.4K. He's been playing better of late, 40-plus uh, now in three of the last four games. My boy Nas Reed just played well off the bench. Um, he's also been playing some alongside. They've been playing some three big lineups. So um, we know how good of a point for a minute guy Nas Reed is. No thank you on NAW, a pass in slow-mo. No one else I'm really looking to there. On the Memphis side, Bain had a massive game last game, 75 fancy points. We know that is in the range of outcomes. We know the ceiling that he has without John Morant, so still a viable option. Jaron Jackson Jr. is always just a headache to roster uh, because he's so foul prone. Uh, but the ceiling is there for him. Aldama's playing 25 to 30 minutes off the bench, but he feels priced right. You're going to be see Biombo, Tillman split center position. Derek Rose started, but only played 15 minutes. Um, the value is pretty gross here with guys like Roddy. The well, of course, had a bounce back game. You knew that was going to happen, right? Uh, when he was chalk, 34 minutes, 3 of 12. No one played him next game, 26 minutes, 6 of 8 shooting. Like, it's just clockwork, man. Like, clockwork. They're playing a lot of guys in this bench. I'll probably pass it everyone else. Golden State, Oklahoma City. Not much here for Golden State. Um, Steph Curry's always in play for tournaments for me. Draymond Green at 6.9. Should see around 30 minutes, but that's uh, a correct price point, in my opinion. Clay's been awful. Wiggins has been struggling. Um, I mean, guys like Moody and Kaminga have been playing well, but I just like, how many minutes can we expect from them? I guess Moody's a little bit interesting. 28, 32, 26 minutes over the last three games. Inga uh, was not even in the rotation, then played a lot in the second half. Like, I just don't know what, what Steve Kerr is doing with this rotation right now. Oklahoma City, you got SGA at 10 6, uh, is always something I have interested in just because of the ceiling that he provides the floor as well. Usually a guy that has a pretty high floor plus ceiling. Todd Holmgren, you know, didn't have the best game last game, but still did have six blocks and a steal. Um, what else? What else? Giddy 5.8. You know, the minutes have been down on him. Jalen Williams at 6.2. Should see around 30 minutes. Um, I don't know if there's much else here. Isaiah Joe's 4.3. His minutes have been a little bit uh, up and down. Cason Wallace, he has played a little bit more of late. I guess he's a little bit interesting. Uh, the big Jalen Williams minutes, probably not enough for me to consider him. Chicago and San Antonio, still no Levine. So I like DeRozan. I like Vooch here in a good spot. You know, both guys should play mid to high 30s minutes. Uh, so like both DeRozan and Vooch, I assume DeRozan's be a lot more popular than Vooch based on what we saw in ownership last game. Kobe White should also play big minutes, but at 7.1K, that feels like a correct price point for him. Pat Williams, 5-2. I don't know if it's necessary to go there. You got Caruso, 5.1. Did play 30 minutes last game. If he plays some more minutes, I would have some interest in Crusoe. 
Drummond's going to back up Vooch. Torrey Craig, no thank you on that. On the San Antonio side, the last game, is they switched up the starting lineup. They started Vassell at the point and moved Chetty into the starting lineup. Um, yeah, I don't know what Popovich is doing. Uh, 8.8K for Wamayama is always in play here for tournaments. Keldon, uh, Keldon Beck Collins, Vassell, all more secondary plays. Sohan moved to the bench. Uh, I'll pass on him. Chetty Osmond moved in the starting lineup, did play 32 minutes. So um, I do have a little bit of interest in Chetty Osmond. He also did a lot of the ball handling, did have six assists. So uh, you might get some point Chetty here for the San Antonio Spurs. I think he's a viable value. Houston and Denver, you got Shingoon, who had a huge game last time these two teams match up against each other. Or wait, oh, there's this game at 56. So like, last game, he didn't do that much with that. Hmm. It was two games ago, we went for almost 60 against Denver. Um, but yeah, you guys know I always have finished my boy Shingoon. Van Fleet's gonna play huge minutes. That is the one positive here for Van Fleet. Um, so he's always in play. You got Green, Jabari Smith, more secondary plays, Dylan Brooks. Eh. I don't know if it's necessary to get to these other wings. Tari Eason should play around 20 minutes. I guess he's a fine value play because he's a good point per minute guy. On the Denver side, Jamal Murray is probable, but I assume they're still gonna take it somewhat easy on his minutes. Nicole Jokic, 12k, price went down on him. Uh, sign me up for 12K Jokic against the Rockets. So, yeah, I like Jokic a good amount. Everyone else feels a little bit too pricey, though, which I'm all married back. All right, a few games left, Sacramento and Phoenix. So, you got Sabonis. You got Fox. These two are going to run the offense, like the matchup here for both. Um, so, yeah, you got my two boys going up against each other, Sabonis versus Nurkic. Uh, but, yeah, Sabonis, Fox. I think both look like solid options. The wings, eh, eh. If I had to play one, probably would be Malik Monk, who's, again, Mets have been solid off the bench. 28, 28, 32. If he continues to play, you know, high 20s Mets, I'm going to have interest in a 6K Malik Monk. Uh, all right, let's talk about Phoenix. So Phoenix is relatively shorthanded here. No Durant, no Beal, no Allen. Um, but Devin Booker looks great at 10-1. Obviously, there's been a lot down last game. Devil's in foul trouble. Also, they were just double-teaming him every time. But this matchup with no KD, no Beal, sign me up for some Booker. And then my boy Nurkic, if he stays out of foul trouble, I think he plays low 30s minutes. He'll probably be uh, you know one of the main guys here on offense. I expect Eric Gordon to be the secondary playmaker behind Booker. 6.3K, still have interest in him. And then it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what they do with the starting lineup. But a lot of these wings and, and Goodwin, too, are, are, are firmly in play. So Goodwin, Akogi, Bates, Diop, Nasir, Little, Watanabe. I'm curious to see what they do exactly with the starting lineup. But um, these guys are going to get a minutes bump with Grayson Allen and Kevin Durant off the court. Clippers and Jazz. Uh, same thing I always say about the Clippers. Paul George, Kawhi Harden, all firmly in play. The issue is trying to figure out who it's going to be on a night-in, night-out night basis. You got Zubach and Daniels, Tice splitting the center position. Zubach does have a higher ceiling. Um, he is interesting in GPPs. On the Utah side, so the Utah team is pretty bad. Uh, no marketing still. Kelly Olynyk is questionable. Also, Jordan Clarkson is questionable. If both those guys are back. I'll probably stay away. If they're both out again, then maybe we can start considering, you know, my boy Kante George. Um, this team is just so gross. It pains me to talk about this team. we got, like, Fettuccine Alfredo playing big minutes. Here it's like, I, just, I don't know what they're doing in their rotation also. I just like, I have no idea. Like uh, Hendricks is getting dusted off. He's now in their rotation. Like, I, I don't know what the Jazz are trying to do. I literally don't. Uh, and finally, Dallas and Portland. So, Luka has been insane last couple games. I mean, going for a triple-double at halftime with Kyrie Irving is, is wild. Great matchup here for Luka. I have no issue if you want to continue to ride that hot streak. Kyrie Irving, I'd rather play Luka for a bit more. You got Hardaway always eh, just kind of there. Derek Lively. You know, should see mid-high 20s minutes. He's viable for tournaments, but he is super, super foul-prone. I don't know if I can stomach these wings, like a 5K Derek Jones Jr. Dante Exum started last game. I guess see if he starts again, that he would be a little bit interesting. Um, but yeah, let's finish it up with Portland. So Portland got no Grant. DeAndre Ayton is doubtful. Malcolm Brogdon is questionable. Um, so yeah, if Malcolm Brogdon's out, I assume Scoot Henderson would start, and they would go Scoot, Simon, Sharp, 
um, Kamara and Duop Reese, which is just an insane starting lineup to, to even mention. But Simons is my preferred option here at 6.8K. Uh, played 37 minutes last game. So I do like Simons a good amount. Shaden Sharp should play massive minutes no matter what. So he's firmly in play. Scoot Henderson's not been great, but if there's no Brogdon, he should see a minutes bump. He would be viable. Dwight Walker and Duop Reef split the center position. Duop Reef played 22 minutes. I like him for value if he starts again. Jabari Walker played off the bench. Walker did deal with some foul trouble. I like the ceiling more with Walker, but he is a little bit more expensive. You got Kamara. You got Thibel. These guys should play decent minutes. Probably around 30 for Kamara. Thibel played some decent minutes as well. Those two are viable options. You even saw Chris Murray get dusted off and play a little bit. I don't think I can stomach playing him, though. All right, guys, so that's going to do it for the video. As always, if you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I'm going to try to get a prize picks video up after this. And then I got to clear my head. I got to go to bed. Uh, but yeah, appreciate you guys as always. We'll see you in the next video.